Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Okay, um, so everybody, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where there is still somewhat of a drought of dungeons and, and, and dragons. Uh, these will be coming back at some point fairly soon. I've got some one-shots I've been almost I've almost finished, and, and some interesting stuff coming up, as you probably got if you listened to our lovely, lovely chat last week. Um, but this week, we are playing a wonderful game with a new friend. Um, we are playing Good Cop, Bird Cop um, with our new friend, Nick. Nick, can you introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Nick. I wrote Good Cop, Bird Cop, as well as a few other things that I do. I have a blog, and uh, I've written some stuff for D&D and other, you know, third-party things like that. Nice. Okay, and, um... You're going to be the ultimate rules lawyer in this, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, the wonderful thing about this game is it has about as many rules as Honey Heist, um, which means that essentially it doesn't have a lot of rules to go on at all and is going to be, I think, a very improv seat-of-our-pants kind of thing. So each of you are birds, and you are cops... Um, let, let's start with our new friend, Nick. Nick, what kind of bird are you? I am a parrot, specifically a scarlet macaw. Yes, and what is your character's name? I am Garrett, everybody. I am Garrett the parrot. Lovely. Um, Tyler, what kind of bird... Oh, sorry, and um, Nick, one last question, sorry. And yeah. what kind of cop are you? I'm a detective, so I have kind of an eye for clues. Very nice. Uh, Tyler, what kind of bird are you? I am a macaroni penguin. Nice. Now, for people who are kind of wondering what a macaroni penguin looks like, it's essentially like... How would you describe it, Tyler? I, I got some cool, like, bleached uh, hair. Like, uh, you know, yellow feathers on top. And, you know, other, otherwise pretty penguiny. Um... Kind of looking at it, it's kind of a case of he looks like Lovelace, the penguin. That, that's kind of how I picture you. All right. Um, and what kind of cop are you? Uh, I am a detective, and my uh, my penguin is called Linguini, so he's Linguini, the macaroni penguin. Detective. <laughs> very, very nice. Um, and last but not least, Ethan. What kind of penguin are you? A common ostrich uh, whose cop type is trigger happy. Lovely. So I named him Regan Berryman, but I'm half thinking I should rename to Birdie Harry. <laughs> I, I vote for Birdie Harry. I, I, I second All right. the motion. I love it. <laughs> Alright. That's absolutely lovely. So, um... To kind of set the scene, when we started to talk about this, I immediately thought the best possible setting for this was a noir setting. So if we can imagine all of our bird detectives wearing like little fedoras and trench coats um, and essentially kind of being... Uh, Josh? Yes? Yes, Ethan? Sorry, you just sort of cut oh, out that. I, yeah, I apologize. Um, okay, so yes, all, all our birds are wearing fedoras and trench coats there's smoking. It's essentially, you know, I believe noir is set 
around the Roaring Twenties, for anyone who knows cinema. Hopefully mm-hmm. there's someone here who does. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Hooray! That's great! So. I think noir's like a time period. Like, you can just noir up anything. Yeah. But yeah, there were a lot of... Like, it did start around during the Black and White yeah. era, so sure, why yeah. not? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Blade Runner's noir. What? Well, yeah, technically. Well, the, the, sense, yeah. Well, I'm learning things. Um, give me a second. Okay, so... The... Sorry. I mean, I've, I've even seen people argue that the nice guys counts as noir. <laughs> but that's maybe a stretch. Well, it was put together by Shane Black, so... Oh, yeah. And we all know what noir means. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, there we go. So, yeah, we're... Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, to set the scene, the rain beats down on the window. The lightning flashes outside, leaving ribbons of shadows on the walls of the small apartment. Thunder rumbles off, far off in the distance, as blood seeps into the pure white carpet, staining it carmine, where the corpse lays in its final and bloody repose. A door closes gently but firmly as two figures move away into the night. Uh, Now to set the scene up a little bit more perfectly... Uh, our three play characters are all detectives working the downtown beat of Perch City under the chief, um, the chief inspector, a lady falcon by the name of Grin. First name Perry. <laughs> I like it. All right. And I'd love to point out I'm like three minutes into us recording and I've already nailed down my first bird pun. Okay, so you guys um, rock up to the apartment. Um, now, this is a chic and beautifully decorated apartment in downtown Perch City. Uh, there's been some serious money invested into making a high-priced pad look even more expensive. Large windows and an open-air view to the city and enough space to entertain a large party tells you a lot of money went into this place. Um, when you guys are being sent up here, sorry, to, I should probably done this bit first rather than second. Like, what a silly boy, Joshua. Um, Chief Grin has called you all into her, uh, her office and has said, we've got a stiff. Cleaning lady found him this morning by the name of Arthur Pasirade. We just want to know what killed him, guys. Keep this short, keep it sweet. We're keeping this one out of the papers. All right, Chief. But I'll find something to disagree with you about eventually. I know you will, Bertie. I know you will. You're a loose cannon, Harry. Look, I need this done quickly, and I would want this done quietly. The mayor is already all over me on this one, and I do not have time for your shit. Do you understand me? Sure thing, Chief. She gives you stink eye. Uh, And I, like... Snuff my cigarette out on the table. <laughs> okay, All right, less squawk, less squawking, more talking. Let's go. All right, she, Garrett. She gives you. She Little gives you a nod. With that attitude, Garrett, you'll be leading your own investigations in no time. You keep it up. I'm sorry, your mic kind of cut there. Yeah, Skype cut. I, I, I said, um, sorry. The internet here is terrible. I really do apologize. Um, Garrett, she gave you kind of a nod 
Like, she appreciates the uh, the attitude she's getting from you, being a good attitude. And she just kind of says, Garrett, you'll be running your own investigations in no time. You keep that attitude up. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so... You, oh, sorry. Tyler, you were saying mm-hmm. something. I was going to say... Uh... Yeah, it is. Is there a uh, like a girlfriend that we can? Uh, usually, it's the, uh, the you know, the uh, the love interest. You know, is there a, is there a, is there a wife around that you pin it on? Yes, like we, you know, there's a wife, but we don't know where she is yet. All right, well, let's go down the scene. Sounds like we've got a missing lovebird. Lovely. So you guys head down to the scene, and as I said. It does indeed. Uh, it, I mean, the, the room I described was exactly how, as I said. I mean, this is a very nice apartment in a very wealthy part of Perch City. Uh, the forensic team, as it is, I think it's two guys. I don't know what police procedures were in the 1920s, but hopefully no one will call me out on it. Um, there are, they got like a chalk outline. Someone's taking Well, it's pictures. very difficult to draw a chalk outline on a white carpet, but, you know, they'll do their best. Um, but there is indeed the uh, police photographer snapping those big photos with the with the huge camera. Um, so the room you enter into is a living room, and from the looks of it, there could have been a lot of living. Fancy liquor bottles adorn several shelves, along with leather-bound books and tasteful sculptures. The walls themselves are adorned with several large paintings. All of them known classics. Damn, keeping this one out of papers is going to be difficult. They don't like it when rich folks start going. You guys hear the flash of a uh, light bulb as the forensics expert they've given you um, takes another picture. That's really bright, dude. Can you not do that when we're in the room? God damn. Uh, sorry, boss. And um, that that bird, who in this case is a um, a canary, he, he just kind of like toddles out. He, he goes into the other rooms. Okay. All right. Other guy. Got a... Have you talked... Is, have you talked... Did you... Where's the cleaning lady? We need to talk to her. Very nice. Have you found any clues? Where's the evidence? Okay, well, uh, to answer your first question... Um, this particular, this forensic expert is a um, an owl, and uh, he just nods and points over to a chair where a uh, a duck is uh, sitting in a chair, and just like you, you can tell, this poor woman is traumatized, and she is crying into her handkerchief. I want to uh, walk up to the uh, the owl in the scene, and I'll uh, who? Twit. <laughs> I point to I point to the duck. Who? Oh, oh, you. Oh, right. My apologies. Uh, he he pulls out a small notebook. Cleaner's name is Annie Tidia. All right. What time did uh, she find the? What time did she find the stiff? Uh, she found this here stiff at around four in the shit. Sorry, around seven in the morning. Came in to clean the joint. Saw this, and well, now she's the mess. Hmm. And Tyler, I do like the fact that you've got a pencil in your mouth like a cigarette. That's very nice touch. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what does the, uh, what's the murder weapon? How'd he die? He pulls 
Um, he, he essentially pulls back the the blanket that is covering the corpse, and you can see that half of his head has been expertly stoved in. Hmm. I don't know, Bosh, but uh, could be that. I don't know. Maybe a, a sudden thought occurred to him. Blew uh, his mind. Uh, <laughs> Save the jokes for open mic night. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> um, Garrett I've, like I've been up go... all night, guys. This is almost my night time. I'm an owl. Yeah, we can tell. Hmm. Harry? The, the owl gives uh, you a bit of stink eye. Like, he would like he knows you a type, guy. Harry. Sorry. <laughs> go, go on, yes. Sorry, you were saying? Uh, Garrett would like to talk to the duck. Okay. Um, as I said, she is clearly upset at the moment. I mean, it's not every day you walk in and find your employee, your, sorry, your employer dead. Um, some people would think that's a good thing. She, on the other hand, is just losing her mind. She's in tears and just, like, she she is shaking and she she's blowing her nose. <laughs> like, she, she's clearly in, in some kind of shock. What, what would you like yeah, to ruffle say? your feathers that bad? I don't know, I'm all quacked up. What did you see when you got here? Just the body? I, I come into clean apartment. And I, I find body. Was there anyone else here? No. No wife. J- just me. I come and, and the body is here. Why'd you stay? Why didn't you duck out of here when you saw the body? <laughs> duck. <laughs> Sorry. I, I call police. Uh, is 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 what is the right thing to do? You didn't sound like you're from Perch City. You're a suspicious character. She recoils into herself, like uh, away from the ostrich, and kind of gives Garrett a look. Like, is is this what's gonna happen? No, I I come from <laughs> the old country. Hmm. I heard a guy got killed in the old in the old country, and they never solved it. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? No, I've been out of old country many years. Yeah, all right. I don't really know what else to ask her. Do you have a key? Okay. Has anyone more diplomatic than me got an idea? Do you have a key <laughs> to get in here? Ah, uh, yes, of course. And she hands you the key. I, I come and I okay. clean uh, every morning at seven. They're usually good does anybody, does anybody else have a key? Um, well, Mr. Peseride, he he does. I mean, he do. He did. And, of course, his wife, Ruth. Um, whenever we were being briefed on the... What was happening here, was the... Like, the door locked or unlocked when they found him, or... Well, I guess the cleaning lady would have. Yeah, no, I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask her. So, uh, did you unlock the door when you when you came in here, or was it already unlocked? I unlocked the door. Yes. 
Okay, so somebody either locked it or broke in another way. I, I do want to point out, this this apartment is quite high up. And um, as we were having a discussion before, like what kind of birds you are. Mm-hmm. And admittedly, my as we're, we're going to go with the DM's rule here, you are essentially anthropomorphic kind of birds. So flight is okay. not really an option in this case. Sure. Cool. You can have that one for free. So, the door was locked mm-hmm. when they got here, meaning somebody must have locked it behind them. That that would seem and to we be don't... a uh, correct yep. assumption, yeah. And we still don't know where the uh, the wife is, so... No, I think I, she's our best lead. I don't know. Maybe she, she, she out with friend. Sometimes she go out. I don't always see her here in morning. She come later? Okay, I'm gonna... Um kind of break off and talk with the rest of the group. Well, what do you think? Uh, okay. Sorry. Well, I'd, I'd still like to find the murder okay. weapon. I still think she did it. Nah, okay, I... Th- we'll, we'll... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go on. Well, I, I'm not convinced that the that the, the lame duck over there was able to was able to do the deed. But uh, I still want to find the murder weapon, and I think we should probably uh, check the neighbors, go door to door, see if anybody heard anything. Maybe heard a scuffle or something. Yeah, we should do our own. We should do our own scan of the of the area. There's no telling what that what a damnable owl would miss. Who? Uh, there are two other rooms in this unit. Um, to the east, there's a combination kitchen and dining room. Uh, to the north is a small hallway with a door leading to what is obviously the master bedroom and the other to a, to a bathroom. All right. I, I want to check. I want to talk to one of the birds, the police birds, who's been working the, cra- the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, ask, yeah. Okay. Uh, but his, I just, whoever, whoever, whoever is closest. But, um, but, he has uh, a I name, w- Tyler. I mean, you could get to know people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to I'm not here to get to know people. I'm here to solve crimes and chew gum and all right. I'm out of gum. All right. Uh I want to I want to talk to the owl then and uh, ask him if uh if they found any heavy objects at the you know scene something that could work it could be the murder weapon. Possibly covered in yeah. blood and skull <laughs> and brain. Well, uh, those would be he, good he indicators. Would... Those would be very good indicators. Um, he looks at you like, do you think this is my first crime scene, kiddo? Um, it could be. This is the first crime scene we've seen you at. I know your type, Harry. Don't you start with me. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, sure. Report me to Bird Resources again. <laughs> I'm too valuable to this department. He gives you a look. You'll get yours, Harry. You'll get yours. Uh, no, no murder, no me. murder weapon we could find. Meaning, either it's gone or they took, a, you know, they probably took a widow. But we did find this, and he hands you a small section of like what looks like torn cloth. Steph was holding it, so the, the wound was definitely, well, he definitely tried to defend himself. Although the job was very well done. I mean, one strike mm-hmm. straight to the noggin, he was out. Hmm, big bird. Uh, he does actually point to the door and say, speaking of, um, 
there's a couple of boot prints that you can see, and these would have been made by an extremely large bird. Hmm. Hmm. Get samples of these sent to the lab. He gives you a look. I'll have Harry take a picture, if that's what you mean. You heard me. I just realized your name is also Harry. <laughs> I'll have Bogart, I'll have young Bogart take a picture. All right. Um, well, I know rooms? Elsa is totally steal like three of those bottles <laughs> when no one's looking. Okay, think give no me a loose looking. cannon roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do I got to roll? Uh, D6. All right, I'll do it when... Hold on. When Slack starts. Yep. Oh, one D6. Five. So, Nick, is that a success or a failure? Uh, well, he's trigger happy, so he would um, actually roll two dice. Oh, okay. The lower one. Two dice with violent actions. This isn't violent. It's, this is stealing. <laughs> yeah, but the GM called for a loose cannon roll. Yeah, so that's true. Okay. okay. Any, any, sort of, any sort of illegal thing that's sort of, you know, reckless. Alright, I'll allow it. Is... Alright, this is very reckless. <laughs> Three and a five. Okay, that is Three def- would pass. Yes, that is a success. So you, you're able to filter a couple of bottles and, and just you know, like, kind of get them on, into the inside of your coat. And I think you move... Boys, one... we're, lo- we're working late tonight. <laughs> and I think you move along <laughs> one uh, like rank towards loose cannon, if I'm correct, yeah? Uh, uh, only if you fail. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Birdie Harry never fails. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, so the other two, um, the other two of you, what would you guys like to do while Ethan is pilfering uh, the alcohol? Well, I'd like. Um, I know I want to check the neighbors. I mean, I mean, also I technically, a bottle is a pretty decent blunt force instrument, so it could be he's just going to be doing some very serious forensic examination. <laughs> oh, I'll be examining it, all right. Okay. Um, okay, so, Tyler, you step out and uh, knock on the neighbor's door. Um, it is answered by an extraordinarily elderly-looking... Where did I write him down? Uh, there we are. It, an extraordinarily elderly swan. Yeah. I'm a I'm a detective. Uh, your neighbor had a was murdered last night. So wondering if you heard anything. He reaches down and pulls out like one of those ear trumpets and puts it up to the side of his head. Sorry, I, I didn't hear what you said. Your neighbor was murdered last night. No, I haven't seen him. Did you hear anything? Any loud noises no. coming from the apartment? No, I'm not scared of anything. I don't fear anything. All right, have a nice day. Hey, I'm a respectable bird, he says, and he slams the door shut. Do I see this happen? Uh, No, because you're (laughs) stealing alcohol. Okay. Uh, Garrett, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to check the bedroom and bathroom see if the wife's things are there very good so 
the where is the notes on the bedroom joshua okay the bedroom is minimally decorated but it follows the stylistic tastes of the other rooms uh, what few decorations are in here are obviously expensive a large comfortable looking bed sits on the northernmost corner with a walk-in wardrobe on the eastern side which i don't know if that existed in the 20s but you know they're trendsetters you know they're young they're cool they're hip um there is also a set of matching bedside tables made of dark wood a tall boy nearby matches the decor perfectly, giving the room a very cosmopolitan, but also very European feel. Okay. Um, I'd like to check the, the bedside tables. Very good. Um, as you check over the bedside tables, do you need to make a roll for this, if you're checking for anything hidden, or are you just having a bit of a cursory look? Um, just more of a cursory look. Very good. Um... You go through the bedside tables. On the left, I mean, it's clearly a woman's bedside table. Uh, there are, you know, things like hairbrushes. There's some jewellery in there. Um, you know, just, just basic little pieces. Like, there's some necklaces, some earrings. But from what you can see, nothing's been touched in there. Okay. Um, on the other side, it does look a little bit um, ramshackle. Like, in his drawers, it looks a bit rummaged through. Um, but you're not sure at this point whether he's just a bit messy or if it's a case of someone went through it. Okay, I'd like to try and ascertain whether that's the case, if it's like someone ransacked it or what. Okay, very good. So you you lean down near the drawer and you start kind of like taking the drawers out and putting them on the floor near the bed. So in order to better examine what may have gone on here. Um you do notice that the drawers are fairly uniformly messy. So you okay. do get the idea that, yeah, he was probably just a bit absent-minded and a bit higgledy-piggledy. But as you put your your hand on the ground, your fingers... And this is the clue I'm giving you as part of your detective power. Um, okay. Your fingers brush a notebook under the bed. Well, I'd like to take it out and read it. You take out the book. I mean, it's... It just says, you open it up, and all it says on, on the inside is uh, Arthur Persidere, and on the front it has the year. So we'll call it 1921 in this case. Um, you flip through to the most recent entries, and circled in red is a note that says, Booth reserved. Qui Sorry, and my French is very bad, so I apologize to everyone. Um, qui est un joli garçon. 8 p.m. Meeting with George. Um, it's set for a couple of nights from, well, essentially tonight. Okay. Well, I'm going to take that book out and rally up the rest of my team and let them know about it. Very good. Um, excellent. So you come back and you notice that, uh, Harry seems to be adjusting his jacket. Like it, maybe it's a little too tight or a little uneven somehow, but you, you don't think, anything of it and you see um macaroni sorry linguini coming back in just kind of like hopping like a little penguin does um there is still the kitchen that you guys have not yet been in all right i'll uh, search through the kitchen that's and I'll, i want to oh well i'll search through the kitchen very good you can see the kitchen is relatively neat and tidy um though there are signs of a late night snack still on the bench uh the appliances are all new and just looking over, it looks all fairly neat and tidy. Um, so you wouldn't say there are signs of a struggle in this room. On the table is a newspaper and a well-used ashtray. Are the uh, does the ashtray are the ashes warm? 
this is the clue from your detective power I'm about to give you. Okay. Um, you can see that, I mean, you give the table a good look at, and you can see this late night snack had a couple of plates. So clearly this was mm. shared with at least one other party. The ashtray also reveals that there was at least one other person as an exotic looking cigar end with a cool looking cigar ring is next to a hand rolled cigarette. Hmm. Uh, as you pick up the cigar ring, uh, sorry, the cigar, sorry, on the cigar ring it says Gozo, G-O-Z-O. All right, is this uh, like a brand that I would know, uh, being an avid smoker? Don't smoke I'm kids? Going, I'm going to make you roll on that one. So that would okay. be a D6. Is six good or six bad? I think six is bad, if I recall. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, so you do not know what this is, and I believe you move one up on the loose cannon table. Oh, sorry, one up on the um, procedure table. Yeah, by the book. So you, you know this is a cigar, but you don't know really anything outside of that. All right. Does anybody else have anything? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I I wave the notebook around. I found this. Uh, says he has a meeting at a French club tonight. Uh, you do know this restaurant um, that Josh is going to struggle to pronounce because his everything is terrible. You could just call it by its English name. <laughs> who's a pretty? It's who's a clever who's a pretty, boy. Yeah, who's, who's a pretty, a pretty boy? boy. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. I'm remembering a few things about high school yeah, French. Well, garçon means boy. Thank you, Pulp Fiction. Um, yes, it's it's who's a pretty boy. Um, it's otherwise known as the Pretty Boy Club. All right, gents, to the Pretty Boy Club. It is at that time that you hear a scream from the doorway. Standing in the doorway is a lady sparrow, and she is clutching her hands and just wailing. And I will hope everyone forgives me for not inserting that little bit of audio theatre into my workplace. (laughs) Well, I think we found the wife. Good work, guys. Brilliant detective work. <laughs> Another successive, successful job, people. Case closed. <laughs> Cracks knuckles. All right. Well, I'll go over and pull the. I'm gonna pull the. Take the wife or the bird aside, so she's out. She can't see the body. Maybe that'll help calm her down a little. Yeah. At this point, Victor covers the head back up again. Sorry, Bosh. He let a civvy onto the scene. Sorry, Bosh. Bogart was in the bathroom. Who are you, miss? My name is... My name is Ruth Passaridae. Yeah, we'll get used to miss. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch! What was your next... Birdie Harry, don't what play. What was your next line? I bet you a dolly you're the widow, Jackson? 
<laughs> Hope he had good insurance. Um, she's a slight but not a bad-looking uh, bird. Um, a few years of you know years of good living are starting to tell, and she's starting to plumping out a bit. But um, there, there is still what you'd say is a definite fine figure beneath the long jacket she's wearing. All right, uh, where have you been? Where were, where, where were you last night? I, I, I was uh, with, with a friend. Yeah, I was with a friend. We were over at her house having a, a, a drink or, or two, and I, I just lost track of time. And a uh, friend's name? Uh, the, the, my, friend's, my friend's name is Marianne. And where can we find Marianne? Uh, you can find her at her house. And she supplies you with an address. Okay. <laughs> All right. We we will be uh, you know we will be checking on that alibi. Uh, of course. Sorry. Carry on. Oh yeah. Do you know anyone who'd want to like have done? You know, stove stoved your husband's head in. Oh, no, Arthur was a uh, he, he was a quiet man, a very very quiet man, and. He, he would never have anything to do with anything untoward. He he was a a, a law-abiding bird. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. She she goes to sit down on one of the chairs, and you can see her hand is shaking as she reaches into her jacket for, uh, like, a cigarette or something, and her hands are shaking too much. Like, she's trying to, like what looks like roll a small cigarette and and she's just not doing very well at all at this point can i uh walk over and help her roll it for her and then observe yeah, if that cigarette matches any of the ones that we found in the ashtray yeah you can give me a d6 of course one Yes, you succeed. It's the opposite um, of what I did before. Yes, excellent. So, all I mean, you can tell that um, from what it looks like. I mean, they're both hand-rolled cigarettes. They could be the same, but it would be very difficult to tell unless you were to really, really have a look. But they're, but they're quite similar in that they're both hand-rolled, yes. All right. And she says, <laughs> habit of a interest in childhood i i do hope you'll forgive me officer and she looks she looks you in the eye as she says this as you light her cigarette and she <sighs> takes takes a few puffs to to calm down all right does uh, did your husband have any enemies someone who would want to do this to him i kind of already just asked that well he uh he uh, he didn't get along with everyone at the at the museum, but I wouldn't say he had enemies. I mean, they not not to this extent. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she 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 goes Has to anything she goes been robbed reach, from the museum she lately. She goes to reach for like um, a bottle of whiskey, and when her hand goes through where it used to be, she she kind of gives it a strange look, like there used to be a bottle there. I'm sure of it. And then she reaches for the brandy that's oh. just like a little over, and says, well, who, "One of you gentlemen, just to." Get me a glass. I find myself somewhat faint. 
I'll get a glass for her. Yeah, okay. okay um, she, she pours a more than a, a, a generous finger's worth of brandy and, and look, <sighs> I do apologize, officers, but I find my composures are, my composures, <sighs> this is a difficult morning for me. What kind of museum you work at? Oh, I, I do not work at a museum. That was my my husband. He he works at. I mean, he worked at the the, the Metropolitan Museum. Surely, surely you've been to at least one of his ex- ex- exhibitions. He was a a, a, a curator of the uh, Mediterranean and Middle Eastern uh, displays of art and history. Yeah, well, I'm what you might call a very common ostrich. <laughs> well done well done she okay. she gives you a definite kind of look she doesn't say anything but it's it's, it's certainly a kind of like i'm not sure how to react to the person who seems to be very angry at me when I've come home to discover something very <laughs> terrible. Uh, Garrett, do you have any questions? Um, I'm going to ask about keys, because I know she has one and then the cleaning lady has one. Who else would have a key? Well, my, my husband, he has his own keys when he when he can find them. He's a, always an absent-minded man. And, and, and this she's starting to, to break down a little bit. Please don't break down just yet. If you could just spare a moment of more of your time, of, of course, and look, stay with us. Has has a little bit more brandy. And we got to finish the interrogation fast while that brandy hits us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I spent with about fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask her about the um, the pretty boy club. Get samples of that brandy. If she knows anything about it. Uh, sorry, if she knows anything about the pretty boy club. Well, respectable. Well, we 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 enjoyed certainly the the the, the food there. It was a, a fine establishment for for a night out whenever we could find the time between our schedules. And uh, was well, we didn't go out as much as I, I may have would have liked. But you know, Arthur was a busy man or busy bird. What uh, what were you so busy with? I have my own life, thank you. And what do you, how do you spend your days? Well, I, I have my concerns. I'm on uh, the, the chairs of one or two of, the, of, of smaller charities, to be sure. But I, I keep my time to my I, I keep my time occupied with good works and and, and time with my, my friends. Can I get a D six by the book roll from each of you? Okay. I don't trust her. Okay, so Tyler, that's a failure. Ethan, yep. that's a success. And I'm just. Uh, Garrett has a three. Okay, so Garrett and. <clears throat> Sorry. Harry, you notice that she smells like smoke. And. Alcohol, like she, even before she had the, like even without the brandy, 
there is a definite haze of smoke and alcohol on this woman. You sure it wasn't us? I'm pretty sure. Like, look, it's it's only really, like, say, 9.30 in the morning, and I don't think Harry gets started that early. Well, he, look, uh, he... he well, he, a lot of things he, about well Harry. Might, actually, yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me phrase that. Harry, you know booze when you can smell it. <laughs> and this is not very good booze. This is the cheap stuff. And mm, what she is curious. drinking is definitely not the cheap stuff. I mean, it's probably the third most expensive bottle, first most expensive bottle now in the apartment that is not currently in your jacket. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, you um, you, you can tell that she is... Um, I mean, she's also got, like I said, that, that high-collared jacket done up very, very very well around her but yeah she she smells like very cheap booze cigarettes and harry i'm gonna give you a little bit more info on this because you rolled a one which i'm gonna count as a critical success um Woo-hoo. if you didn't know better you'd think she'd been in some kind of dive all night hmm well don't skip town, miss. You'll be able to find me right here, officer, whenever y'all come looking. Alright. So we got our lead. We got Fancy Lads Club. And the... Is that the only one called? Um, you found a cigar. <laughs> well... I don't know about you guys, but I'm headed to that club for work. <laughs> Unlike the other times? Uh, well, I mean, I... Uh, I Harry d- would not be admitted to the to the pretty boy club. Buddy, Harry ain't exactly fancy. <laughs> no, he's he's pretty common. I ain't so. got the plume, plumage for it. <laughs> All right, well, I, I do want to double check the uh, Marianne alibi. Because I feel like we can... Uh, Maybe try and figure out where the wife has been. Okay. Sounds good. I don't know Excellent. if the club is open yet. Uh, Garrett, are you guys all heading to the same place, or are you guys splitting up? I probably shouldn't split up. Okay. Where uh, is the? We should probably flock together. Well, birds of a feather. Um, <laughs> where is the first place you guys are going? Uh, I don't know. Let's just go to the club. I bet there'll be a shootout. I thought we build up to okay. shootouts, but okay. We'll yeah. go to the club. Okay, you do generally build up to shootouts. Um, you guys roll up to the. I can always the, start one. <laughs> to the pretty boy club. Um, it does unfortunately say closed. And then it's got the little hours of operation underneath, and it, it essentially like serves lunch, and then it, it it opens up for dinner later on. Like, say, 12 till 3, and then 5 till, like, late. Oh, come on, someone's got to work here. Start, like, knocking on the door, like, open up! It's the it's the feds! <laughs> it's the fuzz! They're not the feds! 
Well, I mean, if um, they're closed, we could go try the uh, Marianne. We have the address for Marianne. If we sure. need to kill some time. Yeah. The, the appointment is for later tonight. It hasn't happened as yet, Ethan. Oh, yeah. okay. Just in case that was a detail that I didn't really cover very well. Okay, so um, you guys get in a cab and you give the uh, the driver the address. Um, he he drives you off and um, as you're going, I mean, it's 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 not a very long drive. I mean, this is a nice part of town and you're going again to another part of the nice part of town. Um, the building that she says she was in is very, very similar to the building you guys just left. It's almost like you know, this recent development has all been along, say, one kind of particular style. Like, there's an urban renewal going on or some such. Um, you approach the door of the unit, um, or sorry, apartment, for our American listeners. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't want to confuse them too much. Um, and I assume knock on the door. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, again, Josh needs to double check his notes. This is really terrible. Um, a, a, a somewhat, well, not sleepy looking, but just kind of, I've only just gotten up and really only just got myself ready for the day. Looking flamingo pokes her head out. Can I, sorry. And I'm going to try and not do a Southern American accent because I realize that's one of the few like American lady voices I can do. Can I help you, <laughs> officer? Uh, are you Marianne? I am, to the gentleman who called. Uh, we're, the, we're the police. We're investigating a murder. Her eyes go wide and she opens the door immediately. I, please come in. She, she leads you in and she sits you all down um, <clears throat> at a small table. Uh, y'all take coffee? Sorry, I've slipped into it again. <laughs> At some point, I'm uh, just no. going to listen to a bunch of different American voices and just actually get an accent that isn't the southern one, like, perfect. <laughs> um, until then, she speaks with an uptown New York accent. Can I get you boys <laughs> coffee? No. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I, I need to uh, check... Uh, what, what, what were you... Uh, where were your whereabouts last night? Uh, I, w- I was right here, of course. I, I uh, you know, I had to get the kids ready for school this morning, so I wasn't going anywhere, officer. My husband can attest. All right, and uh, was it just you and the husband and the kids? Oh, of course it was. I mean, it was it's middle of the week. We wouldn't have guests over, like, middle of the week. All right. Um, do you know anybody by the name of Ruth? Oh, Ruth Passeriday? How is she? And then her eyes go wide. She isn't. She, she's. She is okay, isn't she? Physically. She sits down and, and just says, "Is. Is she, what? What? What happened?" Well. Oh, she might have seen a frightful, frightful scare. She gives Harry a look wondering what he would describe as a frightful scare <laughs> for a second. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't give out too much details, but uh, are you close I, I with... Understand. 
Are you are you close with uh, either of the couple? Well, yes. Uh, we 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 know each other reasonably well. It's at this time that the phone rings in her unit, and she gets up and and toddles over. Yes. Well, yes, they're right here. I mean. Oh no, I didn't. We we will talk about this later, okay? Yeah, later, not now. And she puts the phone down. Can I ask uh, who that was? Oh, uh, just an old friend from school. I don't really have the time to talk to right now. Hmm. They they they're here now. Why did your friend know the cops were coming, huh? How'd your friend know the bird police were on their way? <laughs> she she goes... I don't know why I'm saying bird police. Like, that's like the human police. <laughs> she wonders briefly what a human police is. <laughs> well, I didn't say that part out loud. Um, she goes white and just says, Ruth, Ruth called. She wanted me to tell you oh, yeah. that she was here all night last night, but she wasn't. Well, thank you for telling us the truth. Oh, yeah. She... Where was she then? Well, I can't guarantee, but... And she quickly writes out an address on a card and slips it over. I, I, I don't know what's happened. She, she didn't have any time to tell me, and... I mean, honest, look, her husband did kill her if he knew about this, but this is probably where she was last night. Oh, I got a feeling she'll be just fine. <laughs> she, she gives you kind of a look. This is some kind of dive bar, by the way. Well, I, I wouldn't just... I think I recognize this address. <laughs> Give me a D6. Birdie Harry knows all the dives. Birdie Harry seems like the guy. <laughs> knows all the dives. Okay. Roll, roll me a d6. Yep. Three. Okay. You are very well aware of exactly where this place is, exactly what it is, and why a young lady might go down there. Um, this is indeed a dive bar. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is where Josh has to read his notes, despite the fact he knows the terrible joke he's about to make. Um, it's called The Old Cock Inn, and it is mm-hmm. essentially kind of like a jazz bar. Like, prohibition has not happened cool. in this version of the 1920s. Um, but it, Well, obviously yes, not. It, Otherwise, I'd have confiscated this liquor for uh, evidence. I thought you already had. And not had... <laughs> Oh, it's going to be evidence of something else. <laughs> yeah, public drunkenness. Um, yeah, the, the the Old Cock Inn is a well-known dive bar, jazz bar, bordello. It is not a pretty place. All right. Um, I do... Uh, uh, ma'am, can I use your phone? Uh, of, of course. Can I... Uh, I'm going to call the house... Or the apartment that is the scene of the crime, and uh, talk to the, uh, the one of the officers who is there. Okay. Um, the phone rings a few times, and you hear the wonderfully constant voice of um, Victor. Yeah. 
Hey, is the uh, hey is that uh, bird still over there? Nah, she booked out of here. Well, darn. I was hoping we could keep her, uh, keep, yeah, keep her detained. Oh, you mean the wife? I thought yeah. you meant Bogart. Yeah, she's still here. <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead and detain her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the look she's... of how she looked. She looked like someone trod over a grave. So when she went to look, I asked her very politely not to. All right. Uh, yeah, if you could, uh, you know, next time, uh, us, you know. Uh, Officers come over. Have her. Have them take her down to the station. We'll have to talk to her that. again. All right. Thanks. Hey, have a nice day. Oh, thank you. You too. <laughs> and it is there. Unfortunately, we do have to end. Um, unfortunately, one of us has to go back to gainful employment. Uh, but I do very quickly want to say thank you very much for joining me. Um, if people want to find you guys online, where can they do that? Was not prepared for this. Uh, Nick, go for it. <laughs> uh, me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can find me on Twitter is at Draconic Gaming. You can find me on my blog, which is draconic.com. And those are probably the best places to find me, but I've got other ones too. But I'll let other people take the spotlight. And, and for it's now. Draconic with a CK at the end. Yes, with CK. Thank you. It's go. a D R A C O N I C K. Very good. Uh, Tyler? Uh, my Twitter is at Ronald Foos. And if you want to find a website where I do a lot of the podcasts, uh, you can go to club.fail. Very nice. And Ethan, should people try and look up your exploits online? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I got like a Twitter or something. Fair enough. Very good. I got Zessie too. Um, everyone, we will be back next week uh, with more bird-related noir goodness and silliness. Until then, um, thank you very much. See you. We're going to crack the case like a egg. an egg. <laughs> sure. I was going to say like a tasty acorn or something. I don't know. What kind of nuts do birds eat? Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network and was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblocks. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at NerdyPeopleDND. Thanks and take care of yourselves. Cheers.